Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 19. Counted all of them up until right now. You listening to this one, it is 258 episodes. I'm Craig. And I am Britt. Britt, we're back yet again yes. after Week 12. How, how, was, how was your DFS week? Mine was extremely profitable. Mine was terrible, but... Really? I did tournaments. Um... Actually, no. I, well, I, actually, no. No, wait. I, I made, like, $5 on one, like, you know, 30,000-person tournament. I came in, like, 500th out of, like, 15,000 people or something. So, I guess not. Did you, did you use Byron Pringle? I did not. I did not. Okay. But fantasy-wise, fantasy-wise, I had a very good week. So. Oh, I had a terrible week season-long. But in, in DFS, I had a fantastic week. <laughs> I cashed in almost every... I even cashed in the Daily Dollar. The $1 single entry that DK, that DraftKings do, I normally just chuck my lineup in there. I'm like, all right, I'll get like three bucks out of it. I even cashed in that. And I was like, holy crap. So, nice. you know what? I'm getting ahead of us. We need to start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking? Uh, so, tonight, um, I felt like I wanted something a little more desserty. Um, because mm-hmm. I do have um, a shipyard, another shipyard in the fridge, but I'm like, I had that on the podcast last week. Yeah, um, but this I have an Elysian, uh, dark o the moon pumpkin stout. Oh yeah, that's their pumpkin stout. Yeah, Cinch good. likes that one too. Cinch, Cinch, that one Cinch too. gave me this one, so thank you, Cinch. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not shocked that he shared that with you because he, he. I I talked to him about that. That that one was like his second favorite. Was it? Was that his favorite or his second favorite? I don't know. <laughs> He, I ran into him at the tree lighting, and he was like, I only have like a minute because my family is here. And he was like, I had the best pumpkin stout I've ever had. And he was like, and he said something. I was like, was it Dark of the Moon? And he goes, maybe. Or he, t- I can't remember. He told me the name. He likes when he the, hears this. He likes the nitro one, too. The pumpkin. That's nitro. it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It was the uh, Southern Tier in yep. uh, Nitro Pumpkin. That's yep, it. Yep. Thank he gave you. Me some I'm of glad that you too. remember that. <laughs> He was like, this is easily the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. And he's like, it's creamy. It's like a stout should be. And I'm like, that's the nitro, dude. That yep. is the nitro. And once you said nitro, it clicked in my brain meats. Because he was like, you know, I, I, I've i had nitro stouts before, but I didn't realize that there was a difference. I'm like, oh, yeah, nitro stouts are so much creamier. I And and then he asked me the question that I couldn't ask. He was like, well, why? I'm like, I have um, no idea. Nitrogen. And science. Air. Yes. Because <laughs> <Bubbles>. of science. <laughs> There's a lot of science in beer. You know? There is a lot of science in beer. It's People chemistry. don't realize it, but chemistry. there really is. It is a lot of chemistry. Um, uh, so I am drinking diet soda. Why am I drinking diet soda? Because I was off most last week, so I had drinks pretty much every night. Um, and by Sunday, I found a note on the dresser, uh, a Dear John letter from my liver. So um, <laughs> I'm taking a couple of days off. And I've got Lobby Legends this weekend. So That's right. Day gonna... drinking for you. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's, it, and it's a night. It's night. Oh, it the, is. The lobby, okay. the lobby Legends is starting at six o'clock Friday, and then the finals is six o'clock Saturday. So I said to my wife, "I'm like, all right, so people have no idea what I'm talking about on on Twitch, www.twitch.tv. I have a channel called Howard Moon BG. It's all one word. We host, uh, we play video games, mainly a game called Hearthstone, but I also sometimes cast tournaments. And there's a tournament I was invited to cast um, this weekend. So I'll be on, but the the thing about the Lobby Legends, it's a unique format where there's no set number of games on that last day. 
it depends on how, if one player dominates the field, the tournament ends early. If they all kind of win here and there, it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be four games or it could be 11. So I could literally be done at 8.30 Saturday night, or I could be up until Sunday morning at 3 a.m. Okay, then. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, I can't, I can't drink Saturday night, but... That just means Sunday at football, I am going to be having a few more drinks. Um, um, not that Sean's going to listen to this. I Now, I should be able to go, but... I, you want me to just call you when we're heading to his house? Yes, but but do they realize the Bengals and Chiefs are playing each other this week? I don't think so, and that was one of the things I was going to talk about. So, <laughs> well, Craig, and I, Craig and I, we're just sitting here making our weekend plans. We are. Sorry. Sorry. It's fine. Uh, so, are you, are, you bringing, are you bringing wings, bro? What are you, what are you bringing to this thing, yeah? No. Um, oh my God! I just I just channeled Blake Bortles voice there. You my complete did. accident. You did. <laughs> that was totally accident. I haven't done it in so long that I just I just haven't. Sometimes it has just, to be done. It just it just slipped out. You know, you, if you if you go if you go to a tailgate with Blake Bortles, you know what Blake Bortles brings? Everything, everything you want. You want wings. You want ribs. Blake Bortles. He literally has a magic chest in the back of his. If you open it up, it's whatever you want in there. Okay, done with that. Um, all right, yeah, we, we, we help Sean, our contributor Sean, we help him with inflatables every year, and this Sunday is winter inflatable day, but we, I forgot that I accidentally booked a lunch date, <laughs> so that's why we're talking about when we get there, it's it's insane, but you guys don't need to hear about what's going on with our social lives, it's it's boring as hell. Um, all right, burning hot takes, let's move on to burning hot takes, because I'm sure. rambling at this point. Sure, sure. I'm only five minutes in, I'm already completely off off script already, so... Uh, burning hot takes. Uh, I've just I've made the executive decision you're going to give this week. So what do you got for me? All right. So my first one <clears throat> is going to be because we're doing this live, and I know you enjoy numbers. Yes, I'm the numbers I, guy. You are. I know someone who is a Ravens fan, and oh, I'm sorry. The, yeah, he's very upset about this year. They're they're playing terrible for the Ravens. He they had higher hopes. That's they, what that they way. had much higher hopes. Um, he does not think. And I don't think so either that the Ravens are going to sign Lamar because not, I don't even know if it's because they don't want him, but I don't think they can afford him now after the Mahomes contract and the Kyler Murray contract. So if we go to that site that shows the cap numbers, I just wanted to see oh, who do you think the in theory who can afford Lamar next year? So you have you have it up in front of you. I did. And then I closed the window. Oh geez, See, um, I, I think, I think honestly, for that conversation, I would need to know who has space. It really comes down to. Let's see. It's right, so I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it generally. There's two yeah. factors. Who is who? Who is has a lot of cap room, yep. but is also close without having a high draft pick. Is what I'm saying. Okay, so for example, the Denver Broncos, they're going to have a high draft pick. They're not close. The- they're not going to go after a Lamar unless they think they have the pieces to build around Lamar already. So who has the pieces and the cap space and isn't going to be able to draft someone is really the question in my mind. Let's see. Do we have an answer to this question. Now, if we go by now, see the way the contracts are structured, I guess they could be like top loaded or like spread out. Cause I think that that matters too. Like who can afford them? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Is there, let's, see, let's see. Let's see. Over the cap here. I'm I'm tired of waiting for you. I'm doing it myself. Oh. Uh, okay. 
Okay, the first the, the first team it's right the off Bears. the bat. <laughs> well, on, on my, oh, I'm looking at 2022. I need to look at 2023. Oh, right? okay. I was looking at 2023. 20, yeah, yeah. We should be looking at 2023. Bears is a no, right? They've got their quarterback of the future in Justin Fields. The next name down, though, is the Atlanta Falcons. And they don't have their quarterback of the future, in my opinion. They do not. But they don't have a lot of pieces. But they're also not going to have a high draft pick because they've already won. Like, what's their record? They've like, won like seven or eight games, right? Uh, I will check. Let's see. NFL. We're doing it live. It's <laughs> point of hot NFL takes. Standings. Live. <laughs> NFC. The Falcons are five and seven. Right now, there's one, two, three, four. The entire NFC North, except for the Vikings, drafts ahead of them. Yes. As of right now. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen teams drafting ahead of them if the season ended today. They are literally middle of the pack. They are not getting a franchise quarterback at 15th. No. So they would be, for me, there's my answer. Do you want to look at the first place I think is probably going to have the opportunity? Is probably going to be the Falcons. Now, all right, you want to skip the Falcons? The next name down is the Patriots. They don't do that. They they never they're, bring in high-priced quarterbacks. That. Not even a little. Next name is the Giants. They've got their guy. The name after that is the Seahawks. So I'm going to go with the Falcons or the Seahawks as the landing spot for Lamar if he does not re-sign in Baltimore. What do you think? See, I was thinking more like, uh, well, I was kind of thinking one of the New York teams personally, but... It's the Giants are, are the Giants are doing better with Jones. I don't think they're going to make it. The Jets could, but the Jets don't have nearly as much space. The Ravens have forty-seven million in cap space. They have forty-seven million off the cap, so it, they could do it. I they think could, he stays. but then I, think I don't think. Yeah, but then I don't think they can afford anyone else. Like if they try yeah. to give him like a Mahomes level, which I'm, he's probably going to want after, especially after Kyler got it, his. Um, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I think he ends up staying. But if he doesn't, I'm going to say he goes to Atlanta or Seattle. All right. So a uh, question for you. Yeah. And this is what I, I know I'm opening a, 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 a <laughs> what do you call it? A hornet's nest when I say this one. Emmanuel, I don't even know how to say that guy's last name. Ocho. Emmanuel Ocho. Ocho. It's Ocho. I always call him, call him Ocho and it's Ocho. No, that's Chad Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that's that's oh yeah. Um, went on Fox on his show. I think it was called One Sided or something like that. I, I I don't watch Fox Sports if I can avoid it at all. Joe Joe Buck works for or worked for Fox Sports, so I try to avoid it. Um, <laughs> and basically ripped Kyler Murray a new one. And he basically sat there and said, "This guy has this guy swaggers about, but he's never won anything." Um, in the NFL, he talks about, you know, you want a Heisman in college, but you get hurt when your team is good. Your team is bad right now. And you just, he, he basically put it out there that it seems like Murray is, Murray's not confident. Um, Murray is, is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Jeez. Uh, Cocky. Yeah, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. I'm looking to see if I can find the exact quote. Here it is. Okay, so let me get this. Let me get this. Actually, arrogant is the word I'm looking for, and okay. that's the word he uses in his speech. So I'm going to read you the quote, and then I want your response to it. So this is what Emmanuel Ako said. 
I can't stand the arrogance Kyler Murray speaks with. What has he done in the NFL, not in college? In college, bad man won a Heisman. But what has he done in the NFL to speak with that kind of pompous arrogance? Be 7-1 as a starter through eight games last year and then get hurt? Collapse down the stretch and then be atrocious in the playoffs? Being 4-8 so far this season? Be a losing quarterback thus far in his career through four seasons? What has Kyler Murray done so far in his career to speak with that kind of arrogance? And he just keeps going on. Right. But, Craig, your thoughts, is, is, Kyler, is Kyler Murray arrogant or is he just confident? You know, going by, the, going by how Kyler Murray has played, <clears throat> excuse me, he, 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 it's, almost, it's almost like the Zach Wilson thing, sort of. Mm. It's like it's in the same realm. Like Zach Wilson taking no responsibility when he was up on the podium answering questions and just said no and left. Like, you can't do that. You're a quarterback. You are, through your contract, you are obligated to talk to the press. So you have to. Mm -hmm. You and the coach are basically the face and voice of the team because they don't really talk to anyone else on the team, you know, Mm -hmm. unless something big happens. And if you go by last season where the, you know, the Cardinals just fell apart and then you think about the giant contract the Cardinals offered him or gave him this year, and they had to add in the, the damn Call of Duty um, mm-hmm. clause, even though that's not what it's called, of him having to, like, study <laughs> for, like, an hour a day. Right. And now you're, you've won four games. And half the time, you if something, the play breaks down, he looks completely lost. Like, he holds on to the ball way, way too long like he's playing Madden, trying to make something happen. And then he goes he goes on the news, not the news, like, the, you know, he goes to answer questions at the podium. Mm-hmm. And he's throwing Cliff under the bus about play calling. And what's crazy is that he's he and Cliff have known each other since Kyler was 17 and, and he was in high school. Which so is even... you, want, you want some more fuel for the fire here? Sure. <laughs> Earlier today on Uh-oh. Patrick Patrick Peterson on his podcast, all podcast? things covered. Oh, right. Yeah, he does. Hmm. Is it a podcast? I don't know. Sure, let's say yes. It is. It's a podcast. He he co-hosts the uh, the podcast All Things Covered with Bryant McFadden, the retired cornerback. Okay. And he said, "Quote: Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. That's <laughs> just a fact." End quote. <laughs> is uh. it? Is, <laughs> so, revised question: Is it open season on Kyler Murray suddenly? Uh, I think it is now, because, like I was saying in our our thread about Zach, like you haven't won anything mm-hmm. to like. So you say you look at like Brady. Not I'm not saying these other quarterbacks would be like this in an in an interview, but you look at Mahomes right. and and Brady, and I'll even say Rogers because he is good, it's and he's been playing a long yes. time. Yeah. Like you. Compared to those three, like what have you? You haven't done anything. Like and, you know, you, that's and that's you, that's the big you, have, thing. you have nothing to stand on to have that, like arrogance about you. Like what's his name that got drafted, who said everyone is going to regret not drafting him, and now where is he? He's been on four different teams. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh uh, yeah. See what's his name? <laughs> oh God, I can, I can hear him saying it. You're oh Josh Rosen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, what do you think about going ninth? Like, there's other teams that are gonna regret that they didn't draft me. Yeah, 
eight teams that are that are toasting the fact that they were smart enough to avoid you. It's the You're same, monkey same thing. You same were idea. so good, bro, that they went out and drafted Tua in Miami. You start when they start like two games there. Did he even start? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong about that too. Here, here's what I'll say about the whole Kyler thing. You bring in Zach Wilson into the the conversation, and I think that's a good a good reference point. The difference is Kyler Murray has led a division and has been to the playoffs. Zach Wilson has not. Right. So I, if you're telling me who has more of a license to have confidence, I'm going to say it's definitely Kyler over Zach. Does right. that mean Kyler Murray is entitled to the confidence, the confidence level that is now bordering on arrogance? No, no. And I, that line is so thin between arrogance and confidence it for is. years, for years, we thought Aaron Rodgers was confident. And then last year, he stood up in front of the world and said, yeah, I'm immunized, lied to us, and then was just kind of like, fucking yeah. deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And that, and all of a sudden, now you got to stop and you got to rephrase it. Has he been confident or has he been arrogant this whole time? And, 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 and maybe he hasn't been arrogant this whole time, but he's definitely being arrogant now. I'm sorry, lying to the NFL about your vaccination status and then laughing about how you fooled everybody about it is arrogance. So we see this, you know, and it's funny. Arrogance, um, arrogance, quarterbacks get away with it more than other positions, right? Like yeah. we see that. We see that. Marcus Peterson throws his socks into the stands and he gets shipped off. If a quarterback had done that and he was a good quarterback, there would have been there would have been conversation. When he did that, Marcus Peters was one of like the top ten corners in the NFL, possibly top five. And Kansas City still shipped him out at the first chance. They were booking <laughs> him a flight before he even made it to, out of the shower. Okay, if Mahomes had a meltdown and did that, would they have shipped him out? I don't hmm. think they would have. I don't no. think they would have. You know, I think I think that so quarterbacks get, and you're right. Quarterbacks are the face of the team in most cases, so they get a little more attention on it. I think the Kyler Murray experiment has one more year. This team needs to win in tw they're not winning in 2022. No. They no. need to win in 2023. They have to. The kid is talented, but he he comes if this is how he's coming across, that's not how you win locker rooms. Nope. And Trump, <laughs> we've all seen what happens when a locker room turns on a quarterback. <coughs> Russell Wilson. <coughs> yes. <laughs> We've all seen this recently, like exactly. That Russell Wilson is a great example recently. We've seen it, and it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty. All right, I'm, I'm wasting too much time. What's your second question for me? We're 20 minutes in. We're not even through burning hot takes. Jeez, wow. I'm, I'm slow nah, tonight. I'm slow tonight. You, I know. You, yeah, well, like, you kind of screwed me up because that was my second question. Was so, it? All right, it let's was. just move on. All right, good. Well, let's, just, let's just move on. To, let's, that's, that's fine. And that's the thing with Burning Hot Takes, guys. When we first started doing this, and I actually had, like, time to prepare. Like, during the pandemic, like, I had I was working from home. I could take a lunch break. Now I'm back in the office. I don't. I was shoving a sandwich down my throat today at 1230 while I was watching a training video and answering emails. So I, prep time is, like, the half hour before we sit down to record this thing. So... <laughs> so when stuff like that's gonna be unfiltered so let's move on to the good the bad and the ugly if you have not listened to us very long this is a newer segment and this is a, situ uh, a situation where craig and i look at the week that was we pick out one thing that we really liked the good one thing that we were really bad and then one thing that we we're just like oh my god why and it could be fantasy based it's somewhere anywhere in the nfl 
So I'm going to start this week. The good this week, and I have a chance. I think there's a possibility we say the same thing. Okay. Cincinnati. Cincinnati looked like it knew what it was doing. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. Cincinnati looked confidently like it knew what it was doing for the first time all year for me. They have played well. Don't get me wrong. And I know, again, Craig's a Bengals fan. Cincinnati has played well in spots, but there has also been spots where they looked completely uncoordinated. Like they just didn't, they weren't working together on things. And that's happened this year too. This week against the Titans, they looked like a well-oiled machine and they did so without Joe Mixon. I was very, very pleased with what I saw out of Joe Burrow this week. So the good this week for me goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. Who's your good this week? Uh, you know, that was going to be mine too. They played, like you said, they played really well, especially without Mixon and without um, without Chase. <clears throat> everyone everyone stepped up well. The offensive line finally, finally is starting to like play as a cohesive unit, which is very important because mm-hmm. now the Bengals are very good with Joe Burrow not getting hit every other play. Um mm-hmm. The big thing, too, or the for me was the Bengals' defense. Um, you know, last year in the playoffs, the key the key to beating the Titans is to stop Derrick Henry. That's mm-hmm. that's what you have to do. Um, they did that in the playoffs last year, and I was like, oh man, the Titans had a whole year to prepare, and they did it again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Henry had that one big run. Like Henry is going to score a touchdown. He's going to have yeah. a giant run. There's really nothing you can do about it, like one happening, because it's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they they pretty much shut down the run game, and that shut down the Titans, and they, they look good. They look good. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so the bad. This week, the bad for me was um, – the, the bad for me is the Zach Wilson situation in New York. The Jets are 7-4. and four. Yeah. And all and all I hear talked about, except for I, I'll tell you the story in a second. All I hear talked about in media is Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. This Jets team has posted the second fewest points against in the AFC. They've only allowed 196 points through 11 games. That's three points better than the Bills, and all we've heard is how good the Bills' defense is. Yeah. Yep. So they're not allowing points. They're four and one on the road. They are, they are, they're, and what we're hearing, we're hearing about Zach Wilson. Today, I'm stopping at the local Dunkin' Donuts, and as I'm walking out, a <laughs> coworker <one>? from uh, <laughs> Trumbull. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's, it's a terrible Dunkin', too. I, I, I have to order in advance and then pray that they, they have yet to put Splenda in my, in my coffee. Nice. Every, I, every, you put notes at the bottom of the order. I'm like, Splenda, please today. Tomorrow it's going to be all in bold, and I'm going to walk in with a sign <laughs> that says, "Where's the Splenda?" But anyway, as I'm walking out of the Dunkin' this morning with my coffee, one of my coworkers from another site is walking in, and he's been growing out a small, a short beard, and it is bright green. <laughs> nice. And my first thought was. He's, he's doing a Grinch thing because he, he works with folks with a developmental disability. He might be just doing something to try to make them laugh, etc. And my first thought is he's, he's the Grinch or he's getting holly jolly, whatever it is. And he says, good morning. I'm like, what, what is this? And I point, at the, my, I point at my chin, like gesturing towards his. And he goes, J-E-T-S, baby. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God, I thought you were getting into the holiday season. He goes, that works, too. And he walked right by me to go get his coffee. <laughs> but I was nice. just like, I was, so here's a guy, seven and four. And all I hear about is Zach Wilson. 
Your defense is stellar. Your offense is better than you thought it was going to be. You are right now on the edge of a play. Are they in a playoff spot right now? I think right now they They're technically tied. would be a wild card, I think. There's I th- think. Is there three wild cards? There is. There is. There's three. Yeah, there's three teams. There's, yeah. Seven and four would be good enough for a wild card right now. So seven and four would be leading the AFC South right now. Just saying. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to hear any more about Zach Wilson. If you need to bench him, you bench him. I don't. I don't want to hear it. This team is. This team is writing its defense. They're. They're. They look like they're finally on the way up, and they're doing it without a franchise quarterback. In theory, L- let's just keep it going. Yeah. Right now, the Jets are. If you ever played Retro Bowl without a named quarterback, that's what the Jets are doing right now. Yes. Though Mike White is good, so but we'll see if he carries it over. Um, the problem is Mike White isn't consistent. Mike White was great when he stepped in last year and had one good start, and then he was crap the rest of the way. And it, 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 just, that's the thing. If, if, I see a, if I see a decent start out of Mike White this week, then all of a sudden, you know, all bets are off. Zach Wilson can, can, can get out of here. So what is your bad this week? What was bad for you? Uh, my bad for this week is still, again, they've been in this category a couple of times as the Packers. They're my just, ugly, so go for it. I mean, the Packers just cannot. I don't know what, like, I did not think Devontae Adams leaving the Packers would have this, like, everything else is the same, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I did not think it would have this much of an impact. I think they did have some injuries on their offensive line, too, so that, like, never helps. But they are just not not the team that everyone thinks the Packers should be or were going to be, especially if you look at them, like, the last decade. Uh, you know, they're 4-8 they're and eight right now, so. Yeah. It's not not good, and I think it, well he said he's playing, but Rogers I guess broke his thumb possibly. Um, Jordan Love didn't Our, do too. Jordan Love didn't do too bad. Oh, it, so. it is it is time for the Jordan Love experiment to begin. It is at four and eight. It is time. It is time. And this is the thing. Okay, so a couple years back, Eli's last year, there was a whole heap and load of crap because they benched the guy. It started this huge streak of consecutive starts, and he was beloved. Blah 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 blah. This this doesn't feel like that to me. This feels like Aaron Rodgers is done. Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay. He is not going to do anything meaningful for you at this point. If Jordan Love goes out there and you lose your last five games and go four and thirteen, what have you lost? And the answer to me is nothing. You've lost nothing. You've moved yourself up in the draft order in a year. You are not going, even if you win your next five games and go nine and eight, you are not making the playoffs. There is no good reason other than nostalgia to keep pushing out Aaron Rodgers. It is clear as a bell. He is not your starter next year. Aaron Rodgers is not your starter. And now PS, I feel like a monkey genius. Because I got heavy criticized in our home league by one guy named Sean. Because <laughs> earlier in the season, I tr- I packaged Aaron Rodgers and Gabe Davis for Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins. And right now, that looks like a pretty good deal. Because Rodgers has been horrible. Not that Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen have been groundbreaker. I knew Davis was going to fall off. And I knew Rodgers was not going to recover. So when the phone rang and somebody said, Rogers really stinks, would you think about selling him low? My answer was yes. <laughs> My answer was yes. And the, and before anybody jumps up, well, Gabe Davis is great. I was overloaded at the Bills. 
That's the league where I had Dawson Knox, Stefan Diggs, and Gabe Davis. I needed to diversify my wide receiver core. This is true. I could not. This is true. I, I was I was one Josh Allen injury away from ending my season, <laughs> and I didn't have Josh Allen. So so this that is my ugly. Green Bay needs to get its shit together, and getting your shit together at this point means understanding that it's time to move on from Aaron Rodgers. It is time to move on. Nobody likes to hear that when you talk about a Hall of Fame quarterback, but it's time to move on. All right, so there, I just compounded Agreed. my ugly into your bad. Who's What's your ugly then? So, so far, we've matched up, but you, you've got to have something different. Um, so my ugly, and again, I mentioned them probably before in this, at one of these two spots, is is the Rams. They are god-awful. Oh, yeah. They are terrible. 100, 178 points scored. They are 3-8. and eight. They're just it, bad. I think They've they are lost the worst. Five in a row. They, I think they are. They're having the worst season after a Super Bowl win than anyone's ever had. I'm gonna have to double they, check that during the week, but it's if not, they're up there. <laughs> they are. They are the chair at the riot for Kyler Murray. And I, what I mean, if you if you've ever seen the, um, I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before, the show Boondocks. Mm-hmm. which is a fantastic commentary on race relations and like uh, the community and not boondock saints. Just so everyone knows. No, no, the boondock thing. <laughs> um, but there's, there's an episode of the animated series where one of the guys, they, they talk about if you want to get, if you want to just get a riot to just go over the top, all you have to do is throw a chair. <laughs> and at the end of that yeah, particular yeah. episode, one of the kids is in trouble and this, this mob is angry at him and they're closing in on him and he literally looks around and the only thing around him is a chair. So he takes the chair and he chucks it straight up in the air. And when it lands behind the crowd, the crowd freezes and they look at each other and they start fighting each other and he leaves. <laughs> so the, Kyler Murray is that kid and the freaking Rams are the chair because at four and eight, he can throw the chair and say, well, the Rams are still worse than we are. I mean, you want to call me a nightmare. Look what's going on in L.A. And they're not the – again, if you're not the worst team in your division, you can usually fly under the radar with how bad you are. Yes. Usually. Usually. Not always. <laughs> usually. I'm looking for a good example right now. The Raiders are 4-7, and seven, but the Broncos are 3-8. and eight. There you Ain't go. Ain't nobody talking about the Raiders other than they need to fire their coach. That's right? true. The Jaguars are four and seven. All the press I've heard about the Jaguars is how young and how good they look for a young team because the Texans are one nine and one. <laughs> yep. Oh, what the hell tied with the Texans? My God. Was it the Rams? <laughs> Wait a minute. How are the how are the Texans the only team in the entire league with a tie? They had to play somebody. <laughs> oh, the Colts. They tied the Colts. Another team. That, okay, that's there's no pride in that. There's no pride in tying the Colts. But yes, that's exactly it. This it's the the ramp, and, and I don't. I understand there's been injuries. I understand that um, Robert Woods left. I understand the running back drama, but that all falls now, on the coach to me. Now the quarterbacks hurt. <laughs> quarterbacks hurt. Cup gets hurt. You know, I, at some point Sean McVay has to to get it together. Did you see this? This did you see the Chiefs game this week against the Rams? Uh, bits of it. Did you see McVay get clocked in the face? Oh yeah, that I saw. That I saw. He got hit right in the jaw with someone's like side of their helmet, and I bet that I, dude. I hope that dude had a good game because LT was getting cut. <laughs> I I saw that live, and I was sitting on the couch, and I went, "Oh!" And I must have reacted very strongly because my wife was playing on her on her iPad, and she looked up and saw the replay, and she went, "Oh!" 
And I'm like, right? And she goes, oh, my God. That's... And she never watches football, and she, she reacted to it, so. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> yeah. That will require a tetanus shot. <laughs> All right, so that's a good, bad, and the ugly, which means it's time for America's Favorite Game. America's Favorite Game, where I take a look at the lines, and I encourage Craig to try and identify the games that are going to have high over-unders for good fantasy value and low over-unders for poor fantasy value because, shocking news, there is a correlation between fantasy points and actual points. I don't know if you knew that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> there are still leagues out there where all you score is points on touchdowns. I would love to be in a league like that. I would be bad at it, though. Yeah, I'd be so like, bad. Uh, it's like uh, FanDuel picking who scores the touchdown. That's literally what it is. And they literally just give you six points per touchdown. And so you, you, your, your final scores are things like 36 to 12. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. So, all right. So this week, yep, we have one game under 50. Under 40. Sorry, one game Whoa, under wow. 40. <laughs> we have a lot of games under 50. We have one game under 40. Uh-huh. And we have... Three games over fifty. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna bend our rules. You're gonna get four strikes here. Okay. But you, where do you want to start? You want to go for the low one first? You want to go for the high um, one first? Let's go with the low one first. Okay. What do you got? All right. Let me just look here really quick. I'm on week thirteen. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. And look Bills, at a schedule that does not have lines on it. Bills, Patriots, Steelers, Falcons. Both of them are not good. Broncos, Ravens. The Broncos are terrible. I don't even know if they can score. Packers, Bears. Division game. Jags, Lions. That's interesting. Um, Browns, Texans. And Delmas is coming back to play, so that's super. See. He's coming back to play against his own his they, old team. NFL so did that on purpose. <laughs> like they could have oh, made I'm it sure ten games did. or twelve games. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked it didn't end up being a primetime game. <sighs> That's the only thing that's shocking to me about it is that it's not Titans, a primetime game. Wow, the Commanders and the Giants are both seven and five, or well, seven and four for the Giants. Yes. Wow. Freaking T- Taylor Heineke has been amazing. <laughs> I like who thought it. All right, let's go. There's a game moment. I don't care what the number on that is. That 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 <laughs> Giants that Giants Washington Giants Commanders game. Mm-hmm. What I don't care what the number is. I'm taking the under. <laughs> that 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 game screams fourteen to seven. Weird to division me. games, man. All right, let's go because both these teams are bad, and yeah. I'm hoping. Uh, you know, I don't want to wish unwell on people, but if he gets knocked out of the game, I'm not going to cry. Um, let's go with Browns Texans. Wrong. That is a 47. Really? Yep. I'm taking the under there too. And oh, the Texans man. are only seven point favorites. <laughs> like Vegas is like, yeah, it's going to be a shootout, but we don't, we don't trust Deshaun Watson coming back from suspension. Dude hasn't touched a football in like 24 months. So we have, we have no faith. <clears throat> All right. So that's okay. strike one. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go with my other thing because, because this, I didn't want to beat up on them too bad because I've been in the ugly category so much. Yeah. Is the Broncos because they're bad, bad. Yeah. And the Ravens, for their record being seven and four, they are not as good as they were a season or two ago. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Broncos Ravens. 
Broncos Ravens is correct. That's a 38 and a half. Wow. Do you take that under or do you take the over? <laughs> the Broncos defense is still decent. I actually have given up the fewest points in the AFC. So I probably would not touch that game. I would not be shocked if that game was like 25-21, but I also wouldn't be shocked if that final score was 3-1. to <laughs> And yes, I know that that's impossible. I don't care. Yeah, if that's a 7-3 final, I'm not surprised. Actually, that's not fair. The Ravens, the, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would, I would not touch that game either way. All right, so you got the low one. You got three strikes. I need the three games over 50. Oh, boy. All right, let's go with our game first. Let's go with the Chiefs and the Bengals. <laughs> that's the highest of the week at 53. I thought it was going to be like 64. <laughs> the Chiefs defense has been playing a little bit better. The Bengals secondary looks to be pretty good. Guy Moore, all he does is fumble. Uh, don't get me. I, you know what? I won't go off on the rail. You didn't watch it. He, the first punt return of the game, he fumbled it. Did he? And I had him, I had him as my captain and a captain's lineup. Cause I was like, you know what? This guy's got to turn it around eventually. Yep. And I, and I saw that and I went, well, fuck my life. He's not going to see the light of day again. Um, so he fumbles the punt. They get the ball back. The next drive, he comes out there he, and he catches a pass instantly. And I'm like, oh, my God, Sky Moore is okay. And then the next time the Chiefs are set to receive a punt, they put out Justin Watson to catch to catch the punt. So basically, Andy Reid said, I'm done seeing this kid on freaking punt return. He doesn't know how to return a punt. But then he went out there, and he had his best game as a Chief. Hmm. I got to look up and see exactly what he did. He had his best game as a Chief on, on there it is, Rams Chiefs. He went five passes for 36 yards. Or a whoop de freaking do. Yeah, whoop de freaking do. That's his best output of the year. <laughs> he hasn't quite he I was gonna say he caught five balls against the Chargers the week before for sixty three. Okay, sorry. It was it's his second bet. That but but last two weeks he has caught five passes back to back. And he hadn't caught five passes all season before that. He had before November twentieth against the Chargers, he had a total of six catches. He had five with the Charger five against the Chargers and five against the Rams. Hmm. He had 10 catches in two games where he had had six catches in all the games before that. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think he might be starting to come on. Let's see. Uh, so, my, really quick, out of my curiosity, what's the line yeah. on the Chiefs-Bengals game? Uh, hold on. I'm going to go back to it. Uh, where are you? And how is this game not in prime time? Was it, was it supposed to be? They, I think they bumped it. Is this the one they bumped? They bumped it. Yeah, jerks. They bumped, they bumped it for Colts-Cowboys? Really? Maybe. No. It's oh. one and a half. Bengals oh, are getting a point and a half. <laughs> All right, then. You guys have won. You guys have won like the last three matchups. There's, I, I, that's, I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah. You're plus true. one and a half. I, I wouldn't put money on it, but oh, what, what just happened? I don't know what just I've happened. I've never seen that before. What happened? Literally, as I'm staring at the DraftKings page, the line just moved on Seahawks Rams. <laughs> really? It flashes, and then the numbers change. Huh. Okay, I've never seen that before. The money line on the Rams just moved against the Rams. Well, I mean. Yeah. People <laughs> were putting money on the Seahawks. Okay. All right, so that's, that one's right. So you got two more. All three, th three strikes really remaining. Uh, All right, three Colts, strikes. Cowboys, absolutely not. Uh, Saints, Bucks, nah. Um, Let's go with a divisional game because... Uh, they had a good game last week. Let's go Chargers Raiders. 
Chargers Raiders is correct. That's a 50 and a half. Nice. I'm not touching that game either. You know what? I'll touch that game. I'll tell you what I'm going to touch that game. Whoa. I'm going to touch that game when the Raiders go up 14 to 14 to three. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the Chargers are plus 12. I'll put my money on the Chargers. <laughs> just like We've you did with, before. just like you did with Houston when you get them At like last... plus 35 or whatever. <laughs> plus 35 and a half. Because they were down what twenty one nothing to Miami. Yeah, one and I point. look at the I look at the line. It's plus thirty five and a half, and I'm like, they're going to lose by like three touchdowns. And the final what was the final score in the game? They lost like by three touchdowns. Yeah, I think so. I have to go back and look. I, it's just I'm like, it, it wasn't it. I'm like those are the, the those in game bets. It was thirty to fifteen. They lost by fifteen. I had thirty. It was plus thirty five <laughs> points. <laughs> You're giving me you're, it's twenty one nothing. So the, the Texans actually outscored the Dolphins fifteen to nine down the stretch. Yeah, because I knew that was going to happen because the Dolphins because... were just going to kind of stop. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is why you have backups. Did they even bring? Did they? Did, did uh? No, Tua did not play the entire game. Skylar Thompson had one drive. Their leading rusher was Jeff Wilson. Yep. yep. I... I mean, I'm looking at some of these names of people who caught balls. River Carcraft? I don't know who that is. That, that <laughs> sounds, sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons name. <laughs> it does. <laughs> anyway, all right. So there's one more. And you got all three of your strikes. Come Ooh. on. You got you got this this week. I'm feeling good. Uh, all right. Let's go. Let's play the hot hand. Um, let's go with the Jets Vikings. No, sorry. Oh. Incorrect. Jets Vikings is a 44 and a half. Mm, really? Mm. Well, it is, it is. is good. It is Kirk Cousins. And the Jets defense are good. The Jets yeah. are a three point underdog. Hmm. I, I don't know if I like the Jets plus three there. It is Kirk, though. Yeah, Kirk Cousins could easily throw. Can I get a line on how many interceptions Cousins throws? <laughs> Over, under two and a half. <laughs> Game props. Can I can I can I find that? No, it's too early in the week. Let's see if there's a yeah. All right, so is that strike is that strike one or two for you? I ah uh, crap. <laughs> That's strike count. two, but you had four, so you have two more. Yep. Okay. All right, let's go. Dolphins 49ers. Now the 49ers defense is actually really good. Seahawks Rams. Seahawks defense is decent, and the Rams are garbage. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Let's go. Hmm. I don't know about this. Yeah. Uh, man. Man. No, uh, Steelers, Falcons, no. Bills, Patriots, no. And I don't like these for overs. All right, let's shot in the dark. Let's go Titans, Eagles. No, incorrect. Titans, Eagles yeah. is gone off of my screen. Wow, it's it's zero. Um, <laughs> 44 and a half. 44 and a half. All right, you got one more shot. Come on, I believe in you. You could do this. All right. Saints, Bucks, no. Colts, Cowboys, no. Did that, did that. Not pick the Rams. It's not the Giants. Jets, Browns. Okay, so. We're down the process to... of elimination. We are. <laughs> we get the Jaguars and the Lions, both of four at seven. Okay. And the Bills and the Patriots. But honestly, the Bills... They look a little off, like the last couple weeks. I and don't... their defense is way better. Yeah, 
I mean, just because, remember, you're not necessarily looking for teams that are good, but you're looking True. for teams that score a lot. True. Bears-Packers, no. Neither one of them really score. If Fields is in, I consider that conversation. But without Fields, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know what? The hell with it. Let's go with two teams who will eventually be better, and their defenses are somewhere in the middle. Let's go Jags-Lions. Absolutely correct. Jags Lions is a fifty-one and a half wow. because all they do is score points. <laughs> Seriously, and it's and the spread's one. Jaguars really? are plus one. Hmm. I love the I I'll I'll parlay the Lions and the over in that game all day long. What is it? Let me see. Let me see if I can get a quick number on that parlay. That'd be plus two eighty. Oh, well, that's not bad. I I would yeah I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna do that at some point. Because it is just that's that's just that's you know seriously. So okay, so Craig wins America's favorite game. Congratulations, Ooh, Craig. Thank you, thank you. And we are way behind because I've just been dragging today. So we got to move on to the metric. Yes. So go to week last week, sit down to do the metric this week, and I'm like, so here's what I did. I said I'm not looking at anything until the podcast. I'm oh, gonna okay. run the numbers. I'm not gonna read it, but I ran the numbers. And I'm going to sit down and look at it fresh. So now I've opened it up on my screen. And the first thing I see under quarterback is the name Joe Burrow. <laughs> Burrow, okay. 6,900. He's playing the Chiefs. He's played well against the Chiefs. Not like get world ender against the Chiefs, but well. And I think that it, and so 6,900, probably around 23, 24 points. I think he's actually going to be a little bit below that. I think they're both going to try and ground game this a little bit. So I think I'm going to take a pass on him. And believe it or not, I'm looking at buying shares of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence at 5,900 is immensely appealing to me and a game that should be an absolute shootout. Well, both those games should be really high scoring. But I really, 5,900 feels like a good place. I, I might have a couple shares of Burrow and a couple shares of Lawrence. What do you think this week? Uh, yeah, I was looking at it and, you know, and in the other, on the flip side in that game, you know, is Patrick Mahomes, but you know he's eighty three hundred, and that's expensive. That's a problem. That's yeah, it's a problem. cost. It's yep. a cost. It's a cost thing. So I do, yep. I do like Burrow, and then now actually, you know, learning about the uh, over for the Jacksonville game, Trevor Lawrence does seem interesting. And then if you want to go even a little cheaper, a little bit cheaper, and playing the hot hand again, Mike White is fifty four hundred. So. I think I'd rather spend up the extra 500 for Trevor Lawrence, though. If That's it's fair. Lawrence at 59 or White at 54, unless I am absolutely desperate for those $500, I'm probably going Lawrence. So, That's okay, fair. we're going to move That's on. Fair. We're going to move on to running back. Let's see what we got here. All right, so I open running back. People and the you've first never thing heard of. <laughs> That's, okay, there's something. That's That's not right. <laughs> Hold on. There's something. There's something wrong with this formula here. I think it's sorted wrong. <laughs> what the hell happened here? Hold on a second. All right, we're gonna do some. I gotta do. We're gonna do it live. Okay. It looks like so. This is what happens when I don't actually look at it in advance. <laughs> People were yeah. basically the Bengals' third running back was listed first on the list. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. All right, it's it's missing a decimal point. Wait, wait, wait. This is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Stand by, folks. We're going to have to do this live. Um, okay, so there. All right, now that makes a lot more sense. Hold on. Now I got to go into Google Docs and fix it so Craig can see it. 
<laughs> I yeah, closed apparently... it. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, good. Did. Keep it closed for a second. Yeah, we're going to be way over time this week. And you know what? I don't freaking care. I don't care. We're here. For, we're, we're, we're doing something nice for the people. Make it nice for the people. That's all. Okay. Now, if you want to go into... I did. I listened to a training today that was so bad. You want you, you think stuff like this is bad? I listened to a training today where a lady made a mistake in reading the slide. She went, oh, wait. Uh, okay. All right. I'll start again. Waited 15 seconds and then started talking like nothing had ever happened. And I'm like, lady, did you think they were like, editing that out? Because it didn't happen. Huh. That's right. uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was something. Okay. I think that's it. Is that it? Yes, that's correct. Okay, hold on. Stand by. For some reason, I don't know how, but the um, it didn't it didn't sort properly. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. How, how I've never I've never actually had to do this in doing it live. Oh, here it is. Data <laughs> sort sheet. No, I just I want. Where's the data? I want I want short sorting here. Okay, for the love of all that's holy. Okay, so yeah, this is not this for some reason this is not I, I'm the, it's giving me all sorts of problems. Oh jeez. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. It won't let me sort now. Wait, I here blame, we go. Maybe I, can I blame this. Google. Sort A to Z. I got it. No, that's not right either. Oh, sad. How about okay, now? we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to wing it. We're just gonna have to wing it. Um, so the top the top name on the metric this week is Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's eight thousand. He's gonna he's probably gonna have a lot of points because Houston can't stop anybody. Um, and so I've got him for about twenty five points, which puts him over the three X. Ramonde Stevenson is also interesting, but he plays on Thursday night, so I'm probably not gonna touch him. But you know who's really interesting to me, who could be a nice dark horse candidate? I've got Rashad White. Rashad White is in a good position against New Orleans to score double-digit points. Tampa is just, just don't have anything else to work with. So at 5,600, I really like Rashad White. Um, the, the sheet you're looking at, Craig, is actually sorted by points. If you opened it, you're back in yep. it? Yeah, I'm back in it. Okay. It's sorted by points, not by metric value. So that's that's the issue. Yeah, that's, um, that's okay. So yeah, uh, so yes, yeah, so you can base it off, but that that column H is still the is still the metric value. So um, yeah, so so what do you who do you like this week at running back? I you can only do so much with this for some reason. <laughs> I yeah, I agree. I do like Rashad White, especially since he's fifty six hundred. You know, I was hoping he'd score a touchdown last week, but I think he he showed what he can do, and I think they're gonna give him the ball a lot more because because why not with Tampa Bay with the way they are mm -hmm. right now. Um, I do also, again, I'm still a big fan of his, even though he had a bad week last week is Tony Pollard. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think Dallas is really not going to use Zeke as much as they used to. And the season's clearly showing that. Mm -hmm. And I think Pollard is more of the, is more of a, uh, I don't know, every down, but he's more of like utility back because he's catch yep. since he catches. Uh, so he can easily, he can easily. If in a good game, he can easily have 80 yards r rushing and receiving and a touchdown with each, you know, just as an example. But um, I, I finally got it fixed. What you're looking at now is accurate. Oh, OK. See that live. <laughs> and Jesus. my kind of cheaper play 
is I'm still even though he's on a bad team, I'm still a believer in Damien Pierce because Cleveland's rush defense is 30th in the league. So okay, he has potential to have a decent game, a comeback game this week. Because last <laughs> week was not good, but they were down by so much, they really couldn't run. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So this is do you know what I've learned today so far? Yeah, I cannot I cannot do these things live. I have got to proofread the sheets before we go live, and so that 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 is the the title. Brit Brit fucks up will be the uh, will be the title of this episode. So, all right, moving on to wide receiver. Um, of course, coming off of the first time ever that the metric was right about Sky Moore being usable, because again, he only had five catches for thirty six yards, but he was only like twenty nine hundred dollars last week, so that put him in the value range. That, right. that was like 8.6 points. He was just under 3x. So this week, they're like, well, he's going to have an even bigger role against uh, Cincinnati, and he's still only 3,100. <sighs> he's a good value play, but I can't rely on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at the other names on here, there really isn't a lot of people I do want to rely on. Garrett Wilson is interesting at 5,300, but we saw Elijah Moore come back to life last week. He's at 3,700. So I do like picking either Wilson or Moore, particularly if you go with Craig's suggestion, you decide to use Mike White as your super value play. There's an interesting stack there, but which one you use, I'm not really sure. I think this week I am going to go, like, I'm going to take a lot of value picks that I think they're just, are guys that I think are going to be reliable. I'm looking at names like Devontae Parker. I know he's good for at least 10 points or around 10 points, maybe eight or nine. If he has a really good game, he gets up to 15. But he's only 3,800. Garrett Wilson, 5,300. Um, Zay Jones is starting to come back on again. I, I like him at 4,900. But a lot of like the bigger names, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at Adam Thielen. The Jets' defense is just too strong. Um, hell, even Chase Claypool started to show signs of life last week. You could possibly make an argument for him at 3,800. But I'm probably starting with Sky Moore. And then if I, you know, if I have the money. And Amon Ross St. Brown isn't terrible at 7,100. I probably won't touch him, but, you know, help me out, Craig. Who do you like this week? Help me out at at wide receiver, because I'm kind of lost here. So, wide receiver, I do, because they're still under six grand, I do like the Jets receivers, uh, especially Garrett Wilson and more. You know, I would would not use both of them, but Mm -hmm. pick one of them, because they're both, they're clearly, they're both under six grand. Actually, they're both under 5,500, so... Um, yeah, I mean, they're great for a value pick. I just don't know which one I trust right now because of the changes uh, there. True. Well, G- Wilson's technically the number one receiver, and Elijah Moore, he's been there all season, but Zach never paid attention to him. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> um, other plays this week, it's kind of, you know what? We're kind of in the weird, middle of the right? season. It's like, yeah. Keenan Allen, he's healed. He's playing the. He's playing Vegas. He's sixty five hundred. I know you don't believe in him, and he almost ruined my season because he was my first drafted receiver in a lot of leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he's under seven grand. Some you need to explain to me how Jamar Chase, who hasn't played in four weeks, is seventy nine hundred dollars. Because he's still Jamar Chase. All right, that's a fair answer. That's a fair and, answer. and it's against the Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs are decent against the run and terrible against the pass. Like. Capital T terrible, <laughs> and, and and that and Chase and Chase Chase has Chase has run routes that have completely confused the Jet the, the Chiefs in the past. The last couple sure. times we've seen them, he's been wide open. Like I it happens at least once a game. 
where Burrow back to pass. He's looking for somebody, and then he chucks the ball, and then as the camera moves down the field, Jamar Chase is the only one still on the field. <laughs> like he's, and it's not like he's like on a corner route, and he's he's in the middle of the field by himself <laughs> with a sandwich <laughs> and just waiting for Joe Burrow. And then all of a sudden, Chiefs start running in from the corners. Like, oh my God, there's a guy on the. I don't understand how he gets so lost against us, but he gets lost against us. So yes, I, I that's fair. I that's understand fair. the price tag. I definitely that's understand fair. the price tag. I'm gonna toss out a name really quick that I've yeah. been tossing out a lot. <clears throat> Traylon Burks yes. has been showing signs of life here and there. He's 4,600. Yep. He got a, he got a big heads-up play last week with scrubbing a, a fumble in the end zone. So. Is, is he usable? He is because they don't have anyone else to throw to. He would need 14 points to get to value. I don't know that he gets to 14 um, points is the problem. Uh, who are they playing? Uh, they're playing Philly, in Philly. Uh, they might have to throw a lot, so maybe. <laughs> yeah maybe all right so wide receiver is going to be hard guys you guys are going to have to figure it out on your own because wide receiver is a mess tight end because we're literally almost out of time i said to the metric give me value the metric said there is no value just use dawson knox and shut up and i'm like well dawson knox plays on thursday so i can't use dawson knox <laughs> and he said well if you want who if you want value austin hooper and i'm like austin hooper he still plays <laughs> he's he's in he's in tennessee i don't know what's going on there i mean i don't know I don't know. I'm I'm not a big I'm not big at tight ends this week. Look like you're just gonna have to pick somebody you trust. You can't go high. You can't pay a lot. If I'm picking somebody, it might be Hawkinson. Um, I just yeah. tight end's been hard to, hard this year. Really, it, really hard. It has been. If you want to go super cheap, Will Disley's playing in the Rams. He's twenty eight hundred. That's not uh, a bad pick either. You know, if you want to spend up a little bit, yeah, man. I mean, I the most I would spend would probably be for Dalton Schultz at forty one hundred, but that even seems more. That even seems like expensive. That seems high to me too. Like Pat Faramuth, I thought he was going to have a touchdown last week, and I don't think he did. Uh, no, he didn't actually. Um, Denver's so bad, you can't trust Dolchich. You can't. Cole Komet, you can't trust him. Hayden Hurst, maybe, but you know, you don't want to. If you know, if you're stacking Bengals, you don't want to use more than three of them same with the jets for example um, Aiden Hurst might be interesting at 3500 and then maybe i'm still an evan ingram fan so mm. he hasn't and i just last couple of weeks and, been kind of blah but he's 3000 and, and, and if we think jacksonville is going to score a lot of points and that's going to be a shootout then at 3000 he might be a bargain ingram might be my my dark horse there i've only got him pegged for six points but still he might be a dark horse there defenses pick one um <laughs> The, the metric likes the Titans because they're only 2,200, but Philly is going to score a ton of points. Honestly, I like the Jets at 2,600, and I will pay up for the Jets in that situation. Who do you like? Uh, same. I think I would pay up for the Jets this week. You know, Miami had a really good week last week, but they were playing Houston. They're playing San Francisco this week, and San Francisco is better than Houston, so I wouldn't use them. <laughs> Fair enough. Just point of order, don't use the Chiefs or the or the. Or the uh, the Bengals this week. That's just my two cents. Don't yeah. use either of them. Just yeah. don't. Just don't. Nope. All right. The Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense is thirty five hundred, and I can't for the life of me understand why. Uh... I, I'm looking at this number. And I'm trying to understand <laughs> why anyone would spend thirty five hundred dollars on the Kansas City Chiefs defense. But uh, final thoughts. If... All right. Go ahead. Fit, fit no, up. I was going to say they were, maybe because they were the top defense last week. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Every week's a different week, and the Bengals are a far different team than the Rams. That's Anybody true. can look. 
The Rams are one of the worst scoring teams in the league right now. You can't go, you can't base any sort of defense prowess against the Rams. That's right. So that means if you want to spin up for a defense, take the Seahawks at 3,600 because they're playing the Rams. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, that's like saying, well, the Chiefs are the best, the best defense in the league after three weeks. Well, who did they play? Well, they played the Texans, the Rams, and uh, the Broncos. Yeah, of course they're going to be the best defense. Those are all teams that can't score. Those are all teams that are averaging like 12 points a game. You can't. You can't base it on that. So, I, yeah, I'm, 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 just, I'm discounting that. All right, I'm sorry. We're out of time. So yeah. final thoughts, Craig. What do you uh, got for me in week 13? Final thoughts, man. If you are in the playoffs race for your league, start making some fab moves and, you know, spend that fake money because it, yep. that this is when you need it. So use it. <laughs> Absolutely true. Uh, my final thought is uh, we're coming out of Thanksgiving and we're coming into the Christmas season. As much as everyone loves football and we want to sit and watch football, don't forget to spend some time, I don't know, around actual people um, it, and and be and do so safely. You know, we are we're hearing on the news now that there is a already a shortage of medications related to cold season. Um, I heard a newscaster today refer to it as the tridemic. Wow. Because we're dealing with COVID, flu, and an influx in respiratory diseases. Oh, yeah, for um, uh, kids, right? Yeah, and, and some adults. I, I, I personally know an adult who just got diagnosed with RSV. And I was like, she's like 60. And they're like, yeah, that happens. And I'm like, it's not, I can understand very young and very old, but this person's like barely on the edge of like the older side of life. And they were like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So do source, but, but go spend some time with people. Spend some time, watch football with people. It's lovely, unless you're me and Craig and our teams are playing each other this week. <laughs> is that team, is that game on the television? Are we going to be able to I... watch it? I mean, what else? Well, well, really quick. What else is on at four o'clock? Because uh, I don't have this. <laughs> okay, right, okay. It's so really quick. The other four o'clock games are the Chargers Raiders. That won't be on locally. The Dolphins 49ers. No. And the Seahawks and the Rams. No. All the local teams are playing Thursday or early. So I, I think it has to be. Unless, unless, unless the AFC network, which for us is CBS, only has one game, in which case they're going to show the Jets-Vikings game, unless that game is owned by the NFC, which it won't be because the Giants are playing Washington. So Fox is going to have Giants-Washington in the New York market. CBS is going to have Jets-Vikings. As long as CBS has the doubleheader, we're fine. So anyway, you're fine too, particularly if you leave us a review. Whatever podcast uh, service you use to find us on, please leave us a review. It really helps us out a lot. If you'd like to reach out to us, I am done with Twitter. I'm just sick of it. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't need to be a part of the, 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 uh, the Elon verse. So please reach out to us via email. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We're also locatable on, on um, Facebook. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast there. We do love to hear from you. I just hate blogging on and seeing seven messages from Elon Musk at the top of my freaking timeline, no matter what I've done or said. Like, I've, I don't follow the guy, I, but he is always on the front page of my timeline. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Well, it this it all is about his you. timeline, really, now. So. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, so we really appreciate it. We will be back next week, um, week 14. We, as Craig said, we are in the playoff stretch. Make sure that you are balancing your DFS budgets accordingly. And, uh, and getting ready to enjoy the holiday. So thank you as always. I'm sorry to rush us out of here, but we are way over time. We will see you next week. Until then, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi, Deb. Gotta have time to say hi to Deb. <laughs>